Yo, yo, welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I'm your host, Coach James. Through my podcast, I will preach and teach you how to live a happy and healthy, authentic lifestyle through various topics combined with my own life experiences. Yo, y'all, thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Let's get started. Yo, yo, what's going on, y'all? Just want to say a quick shout out to my listeners. Thank you for listening and just want to welcome the new listeners. Welcome. Welcome to My Two Cents on Life podcast. So, y'all, I'll share an experience with everybody just so everybody know how I started with this whole fitness thing because I don't want anyone to think that my fitness just happened overnight, right? I think we all grasp the concept that it takes time to get to a point to where you feel good about where you are with your fitness journey, but also it takes time and knowledge for you to be knowledgeable, right? About what you should be doing and what you should not be doing, right? You do's and you don'ts. And I feel like for me, I really understand my don'ts now. And so when I go to the gym, I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. When I get to make a choice, when it comes to nutrition, I'm like, no, 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 don't eat that. And a lot of times we focus on the let's do this versus the don't do's. And if we take the don't do's and we implement them into our fitness journey, it makes things a lot easier because everybody knows what they should be doing. But the tricky part is, is do you know what you should not be doing? So on today's episode, we're going to talk about the don't do's of fitness. Okay. And so, and so y'all, I used to be a gym goer and I still am. I go to the gym five, six days a week. And the unknowledgeable me would always be focused on my physicality of going to the gym. I made sure I did that consistently. Where I fell short is with the nutrition part. I didn't focus on the nutrition part as heavily as I should have. And I feel like that because I did not do that, I ended up spending my wheels, spending extra time in a gym that I didn't need to be in there. Had I focused on my nutrition, it would have made things a lot easier for me, right? And and, and so and today in the don't do's, I'm going to talk about a piece of nutrition. And that part is very important. So you might want to write that down, get a pen and paper and write that down. But before I start, y'all, I want to kick off a quick little prayer just so my audience and my listeners can get some little Jesus in their life. All right. Father God, thank you for today. Uh, thank you for this podcast, My Two Cents on Life, Jesus. I pray that uh, the opportunity that my listeners get today is is to hear you through me, Jesus, to hear the correct words they need to hear to, to know what not to do on their fitness journey and to know what to do, Jesus. I pray that my words come out to their ears and they're able to articulate the message. And I pray that what I speak be clear, concise, and right on point for them. I ask all these things in your son's precious name. I give you all the honor, all the praise, and all the glory. Amen. All right, y'all. So number one, you need to have a fitness mindset, okay? Don't go in ready to start a fitness journey or even on your fitness journey without not having your mindset set the way it should be. And I don't even think that any of us, a lot of us can even grasp or concept what our mindset should be. And so as you go along, as things change, then you need to build on your mindset more and more, right? And I won't talk about the mindset because some of us 
get confused and we think because we're not like the person next to us, our fitness journey is not going to net us anything. And that's just totally incorrect. I'll give you all an example. Me and my wife, when we go to the gym, we work out together. Yes, we do work out together. <laughs> we have two different mindsets. And my mindset is, is, is fast. I already know what I'm going to do when I get to the gym. I already got exercise plan planned out in my mind. I already know how long I want to be at the gym. And I already know how many calories I'm possibly going to burn, right? And, and, and I work out until I hit that, tar- that, that target calorie burn, which for me is somewhere around 1,800 calories per workout. Um, when I say 1,800 calories, I don't mean literally that workout itself. When I leave the gym, I want to have burnt 1,800 calories. That does include me taking my normal walks throughout the day at work and everything else I'm doing in between before I get to the gym, right? So by the time the workout is over, I burnt somewhere around 1,800 calories in total, okay? But I'm a fast starter. I know what I'm going to do. I know my workout going to look like, so I get in there and I just start, Right. On the other hand, my wife is a lot slower with her workouts. She get in there, she get to the gym, and she's kind of slow. Her movement is slow. She's kind of thinking what she's going to do as she's working out on the treadmill. And then once she finishes the treadmill, she's good to go. And so now her slow start is almost like a fast start like mine, but it took her 30 minutes to get into it. And one thing about her is when she gets going, she's going. She don't want to stop. She don't limit herself at the time at the gym. Excuse me. She don't limit her time at the gym. Me, I limit my time to an hour, hour and a half tops. I'm done after that. But the way her mindset works is when she's motivated and she's going, she's going. She don't want to stop. All right. And so those are the two different gym mindsets. So if you're a fast starter like me, I know what the feeling is. You go in there. You know what you're going to do. You get it knocked out. If you're a slow starter like my wife, you get in there. You kind of sluggish. And once you get over your sluggishness, you get going. You don't want to stop. Right. (laughs) So so it's okay to go at your own pace. Right. Don't ever think that your pace has to be like the person next to you. Don't ever think your your pace has to be better. Because your pace is your pace. And if your pace is working for you, stay on track. Keep that pace because that's what your body and your mindset needs. All right. So go at your own pace, y'all. Don't waste time in the gym. This is very important because a lot of times when we go in without a plan, we waste time trying to figure out what we're going to do. We waste time trying to figure out what machines is going to come available. No, I've been at the point to where I had my workout planned out and the machine I wanted to get on was not available. So I had to wait a little bit longer. But because I have a lot of knowledge and, and experience in the gym, I picked something else, a machine or some weights that was going to somewhat be in comparison to what I was going to do. So it's OK to to to, to not have the machine available. Just pick, pick something else that's going to work out that same muscle group. So, again. Don't waste time in the gym. Don't overthink it. Just pick something and do it. Every second in a gym counts, y'all. And, and, and it's up to you to make it count. And if you go in the gym and you're just walking around and not sure what you're going to do, seconds is counting. And by the time you go to the gym, you're going to have that mindset like, I don't feel complete. I don't feel like I had a great workout. And when you feel that way, your body starts taking that like you didn't have a good workout. And so your body is like, you didn't have a good workout. And so you feel like that that workout was null and void. And so your body, your body gravitates to that. So, you know, make sure you make every second count. 
have a plan. Like I said earlier, with me being a fast starter, the reason why I'm able to be a fast starter because I have a plan. I already know what muscle group I'm gonna um, I'm going to uh, uh, hit that day. I already know what muscle group needs more attention. I already know how long I'm going to be in a gym. I already know how many calories I want to burn. So when you have a plan, it makes your gym workout a lot easier for yourself because you have something to consistently stick to. If you have nothing to stick to, you're walking around trying to figure out, wait, did I, did I do this workout? Did I not do this workout? What do I do next? Right? So having a plan is very important. Well, do you write that plan down on a piece of paper or you have it on your phone somewhere in your, in your notes? Whichever way is easier for you, do that. I see people in the gym walk around with their notebooks in their, in their, in their pen and they're actually writing their workouts down or they're following the workout that they prepared before they got to the gym. And so either you have it on a tablet or either you have it uh, on your phone to where you can access your plan. All right. A big one for me, y'all, is chatting in the gym. It's okay to chat. Um, I used to think that that was a no-no because I'm like, if you chat with people, you're wasting time. But remember, if you chat with people in a gym, you're talking, you're chatting with other like-minded people like you, right? Some of those people are at the same gym for the reason you're there, to attain a fitness goal, to be more active, to lose weight, add muscle, bigger arms, bigger booty, whatever their goal is, they're there just like you are. And so it's okay to chat with them because they may say some say some some nuggets and give you some nuggets that you never heard before about fitness. Um, it's this guy in my gym, big guy, muscle-bound guy, and you could tell he breathed nothing but, but muscles because, I mean, this guy's arms is huge compared to mine. I feel like my arms are huge. <laughs> but you could tell that he has a lot of experience and knowledge in the gym. So I stop and talk to him about nutrition, about different workouts. And even one day he was like, hey, man, I'm getting I'm hitting these uh, these these. Uh, what was he hitting? A, a bicep curls on one of the machines. He's like, you want some? And I jumped in and did a couple sets with him and, and you know, talked to him about fitness and, and his journey and my journey. And, and I found out that he's a bodybuilder, right? And you can tell when you look at the guy, but he's also in competitions. And not only that, he trained other individuals to be in competitions. So I learned a lot about him that day just by chatting to him. So don't ever think that it's not okay to chat. You just want to limit your chat. But talking to other like-minded people is good for you. It's good for me because it's going to help you set some fitness goals in the future. Or when you have a question, because you know that person and you're comfortable, you can just go to them and say, hey, man, I've been struggling with my nutrition. Should I add more carbs or should I take carbs out of my out of my nutrition? Right? So it's stuff like that. So it's okay to chat. Just make sure you minimize that. The next one is big. Don't plan to fail. Because if you plan to fail, guess what's going to happen? You definitely going to fail right? I'm really big on positive thoughts drives positive results or positive results drive positive thoughts. Either however you look at it for your own worry, right? But I'm really big on that because I feel like that if you're positive, you're going to see nothing but positive results. Even if your results are negative, you're going to pull something positive out of it, right? And so don't plan to fail. Always know that if something does not go right, that there's always a way to come uh, to come out of that. There's there's something that you can do to change that negativity into positivity. Okay. If you think negative, like I said, more likely you're gonna have negative results. You know, me being a fitness coach and all, when when um, I've had 
a lot of clients and I put them in group workouts and, and we talk about the group workouts after the workout is over and we give our testimonies about our, our results. Some of my clients go, well, you know, this fitness thing isn't so much for me. I only ever lose 10 pounds. I feel like that when you say that, that's a negative thought pattern. And because you say you only ever lost 10 pounds, your body knows that and your results are going to be negative. So when you get to 10 pounds, you're going to think this is all my body's going to lose. And you probably want going to want to give up or feel like that your fitness journey isn't giving you the results you want to see. So don't don't think even if you've only lost 10 pounds, don't go in thinking you're only going to lose 10 pounds. Go in thinking you're going to lose 20 pounds, 25 pounds, 30 pounds. That way you can actually lose that weight. Because if you go in thinking, like I said, you're not going to lose more than 10 pounds, more than likely you may only lose 10 pounds. So think positive about it. All right. Going with the peaceful mindset. I think a lot of people take a fitness journey and they don't have a peaceful mindset about it. They start thinking about all the foods they can't eat. They start thinking about they got to spend more time in the gym. They start thinking about how they got to organize their day around going to the gym and they already got a busy schedule. So have a peaceful mind about it. Think that, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym after work today and I'm going to love it because it's going to give me a lot of energy. I'm going to love it because it's going to give me a peace of mind. I'm going to love it because my energy level is going to be up. So think peaceful about your fitness journey. Don't think negative about it. Don't compare yourself to anybody. This used to be a big one for me because when I used to go to the gym, I would see all the guys in there with, with big arms, big muscles. I used to think like, man, I'm never going to look like that. And because I thought like that, I wasn't going to never get there. So don't compare yourself to the person next to you. You never know what they finished journey was about. You don't know that they quit for six months. You don't know that they gave up for a year because they couldn't lose 10 pounds of body fat, right? You don't know these things. So don't compare yourself to someone. Only compare yourself to yourself. All right? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yo, what's going on, fellas? Are you 40 and up and just trying to lose that gut? Or are you just looking to feel more energized? Well, if that's you, I got the perfect plan for you, fellas. I got a way you can lose three to five pounds in just 72 hours. If this interests you, please send me an email at jewatki1 at gmail.com. Don't forget about good nutrition. I said, I told y'all earlier the story of me going to the gym every day and I focused on the physicality part of going to the gym, but I didn't have the, the focus and the attention on the nutrition part. The nutrition is where you get your goals from. You know, the kitchen table is where you get your results, not in the gym. Yes, the gym is great. It does give you results, but with, with good nutrition, you're going to see better results. Now, y'all, I focus more on my nutrition and the more I focus on nutrition, the less time I got to spend in the gym. Like I said, I used to be a five-day, six-day-a-week person in the gym, two hours a day. Now I go every other day, three days a week, four days a week, hour and a half tops because my nutrition is great, right? And when your nutrition is great, you see better results. So focus on your nutrition. Don't skip breakfast. Breakfast is very important. You know, y'all, breakfast kickstarts your metabolism. 
right? And if your metabolism don't get a late start to 10 a.m., 11 a.m., you're already three hours behind, four hours behind. And so now when your metabolism does start, now it's a sluggish start. Because your metabolism is like your body. Throughout the day, your body gets tired. It starts to wear down. You start to just want to just start relax. Your metabolism works the same way. And if you don't kickstart that thing first thing in the morning when your body is fresh and when it's energized and recovered, that late start for your metabolism is going to impact your body. It's going to impact your results. It's going to impact your energy. So eat breakfast. Eat breakfast as early as you can in the morning first thing. That way, first thing in the morning, you kickstart your metabolism. And just a quick tip for y'all. I didn't know this, but now I do. I learned this over the years. When you first work up, first wake up first thing in the morning to kickstart your metabolism, drink a bottle of water. That's going to start your metabolism. So if you don't eat breakfast first thing in the morning, at least grab a bottle of water and drink that. All right? Don't forget the meal prep. This is big because a lot of times that... Throughout our day, throughout the week, we get busy. And if we don't have, if we have a meal prepped and we don't have a go-to plan for what we're going to eat, you're going to make a bad decision when you get hungry. I guarantee you. But if you got food available, you got food on hand, when you're a couple minutes going between where you got a couple minutes to go warm up your food and it's there, guess what? Go warm it up and eat it in between meetings at work or in between things you got going on at home. And so meal prep is very important. You can meal prep on Sundays. You can meal prep on Saturdays. Me, I meal prep enough for three days. I don't want to go no longer than three days. I found myself that if I meal prep for more than three days, sometimes I end up throwing the food away because either I don't eat it or either I decide to eat something different when I get off work. And I still made a healthy choice, right? But I just didn't eat my meal prep. So that's why I say for the beginners, Meal prep for three days. If you an expert at this, you can meal prep up to five days, maybe even six days. Up to you. But I, I only meal prep for three, for three days now because I found myself wasting food that I wasn't touching. Right. And so for meal prep, you can even have a schedule for breakfast. You're going to eat this for snack. You're going to eat this and then lunch and then so on. That way you have a eating schedule with what you're going to eat and the time you're going to eat. That's what meal prep do for you. It keeps you successful. Right. So you don't make bad decisions. All right. Don't let the scale discourage you. We use the scale as our guider. We use the scale to determine if we are really doing good on our fitness journey. We use the scale to determine if we're eating good, if we're working out good. We're looking for those results. In some weeks, the scale is going to be perfectly good for you. In some weeks, the scale is not going to be good for you. There's been times I got on a scale where I lost 10 pounds, and there's been times I got on a scale where I gained a pound, right? And then your mind starts playing all these games with you, and you start thinking about what you did wrong and what you could have done better. And you, and you ruminate on that for days. And because your mind is stuck on that, you're trying to figure out where you went wrong. And the more, the longer you spend on the negative, the less time you spend on the positive. So don't let the scale discourage you. If you lost 10 pounds, perfect. If you gained a pound, that's perfect as well. Next week, just increase your intensity. Increase the meal planning and the meal prepping and, 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 and take out some meals that maybe that wasn't good for you that you added and incorporated last week, right? Because somewhere down the line for you, to gain a pound, something could have possibly went wrong. But the way our bodies work, sometimes that, that shit just happens, right? And so don't fret on that. Just move forward and do what you've been doing and stay consistent, okay? Don't doubt yourself. 
again, back to what I was saying earlier, a lot of times when we've only lost 10 pounds, we just think we're only going to lose 10 pounds. And when we say that, we're doubting ourselves. So, so, so set some, set some, set some goals and push to attain them. Like I said earlier, don't plan to fail. If you say you're going to lose 20 pounds, plan to lose 20 pounds. If you say you're going to add more muscle, plan to add more muscle. But I will say you got to do the, you got to do the things to add more muscle. You got to eat the food that's going to get you those results. I always say this, I eat for my goals and not for my, and, and not for my cravings. Right. If you eat for your goals, your fitness goals, then more than likely you're going to attain some fitness goals. But if you just eat food because you like the feeling of the satiation of good food or you just eating to, to, to curb or, or, or kill that craving you got. Then, yeah, you definitely got to struggles on your fitness goals. So don't doubt yourself. Set some good goals and plan to hit and achieve those goals. Turn maybe into I can. Right. We want to we, we want to get away from saying that maybe I can lose 10 pounds and saying I can lose 10 pounds. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. I can add, I might can add more muscle if I eat this too. I'm going to add more muscle. I'm going to do this to add more muscle. You see how I just switched those little words to maybe to I can. And it's as simple as that, y'all. Again, I feel like that your, your mindset really drives your results. <laughs> I'll give y'all a, 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 another big thing about me. I used to love my cheat meal and I was really, really consistent with my cheat meal. I would only eat my cheat meal Friday nights once a week. Me and the wife would pick a restaurant and we would just go at it and we'll have the dessert and we would pour it on. Right. Because that was our thing. Through the week, we were busting our ass, working out, eating healthy nutrition, making healthy choices. And Fridays was our day to go and splurge. And boy, did we splurge. Right. And so and, and so. When I had that meal, when I had that cheat meal, my mind would tell me, oh, my God, you're eating a cheat meal. Your results tomorrow is going to be horrible because I would, we would have our cheat day on Friday and I would weigh myself on Saturday mornings. Right. And, and so automatically I would think because I'm eating this cheat meal on Friday night, when I weigh myself tomorrow morning, my results are going to be skewed. They're going to be horrible. I'm going to hate myself. And you see how that see how that see how I'm taking a something positive something that I, I deserve. I deserve that cheat meal. And now I'm making it negative. I'm saying that, Hey, this cheat meal is what I deserve. It's what I want, but Oh gosh, it's going to kill my results tomorrow morning. That's how we shouldn't be. If you have a cheat meal, take that cheat meal, make a nice cheat meal choice, make a nice cheat meal choice, enjoy it in the moment and don't let it impact on what you think your goal, your your results are going to be like tomorrow morning. Because then you take the fun out of the cheat meal and you don't even want to eat the cheat meal now. Or perhaps you might te technically skew your results because your mind thinks you're going to have a bad day tomorrow when you weigh yourself. Your mind takes that, you're stressing your body out, and guess what? When you get on the scale, all you see is numbers you don't want to see. So don't doubt yourself. Think positive about yourself. Love yourself. Love every ounce of your fitness goal, because the more you love your fitness goal, the more positive it's going to be, the more positive outcomes you're going to have. All right. You know, a big thing for me, uh, for not how I get over doubting myself is that when I start doubting myself, I think it's something positive about myself. Right. Um, when my doubts sit in, I'm like, you know what? I've lost 30 pounds. 
I've cut my body fat percentage in half. I got a great, I've been, I got a great fitness journey and I'm going to continue to achieve goals. It may not be the exact goals that I'm looking to, that I'm looking to achieve overall. I might not hit that tomorrow, but in time, I'm going to achieve that goal. And so that's all we have to look at. We have to look at in time, I'm going to achieve this goal. So, well, y'all, I gave y'all don't sabotage my fitness journey. That was an episode. That was a couple episodes back. Last week, I gave you things to do on your fitness journey that will keep you successful. And today, I'm giving y'all the fitness don't do's. So if you have not heard those other podcasts, I encourage you to go check those out because those is nuggets for you, especially if you're on a fitness journey or you're thinking about starting a fitness journey. It's going to give you a plan to start with and some actions to put on paper. All you got to do is execute. So, y'all, if you got questions for me about a fitness journey, if you got questions for me about a mindset, you can find me on Facebook and on IG at James Watkins, that's W-A-T-K-I-N-S, at 40 and Fit Life Coach. Or you can also email me at J-E-W-A-T-K-I-1 at gmail.com. That's all lowercase letters. And as I always say about this time, y'all, that's my two cents on y'all. Peace! Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless. And I love y'all. Peace.